and welcome to the Bakery and Snacks Chat Podcast. I'm Christine Sherrod, the U.S. correspondent for bakeryandsnacks.com and confectionerynews.com. Today, we're talking with Andy Brimmiken, president of Paratos USA. Hi, I'm Andy Brimmiken. I'm the president of Paratos USA. The bakery and confectionery supplier will host an exciting new feature at this year's International Baking Industry Exposition in Las Vegas, or the IBIE show. The marketplace, a European-style cafe setting, will focus entirely on artisan baking and the ancient wonders of sourdough. We also dig into some of the company's Taste Tomorrow data, a global survey of consumer perspective on bakery, patisserie, and chocolate, where freshness, health, and taste still reign supreme. Listen in. Yeah, as a marketplace uh, at IBIE, I think is going to be a really exciting opportunity for ourselves and for our, our visitors and guests. Um, the concept is a European-influenced cafe-style setting. We want it to be, and we've designed it to be, both educational and, and uh, informative, um, but also quite a relaxed uh, and, and fun environment. Um, some of the things that we're looking to feature there, there'll be a, so a sourdough library experience uh, in line with the theme around artisan bread. Um, so we're going to be having some live examples from our sourdough library uh, in Belgium, uh, where we'll actually bring over some of the sourdoughs. In addition, you'll be able to do a virtual reality tour of the sourdough library uh, using virtual reality headsets. Um, one of the things that we've done in the past, and we did at our Taste Tomorrow event, and also featured it earlier this year at the Consumer Goods Forum, was the MyBread concept where people can actually create their own breads um, from different ingredients. And uh, so they'll be able to come put in their order on an iPad, and a few hours later, their custom bread will be available for them, lovingly baked by a process uh, expert bakers. There's also going to be some really fun stuff like a demonstration theater, um, and then there'll be opportunity to speak to some of the process experts about Taste Tomorrow data, uh, the survey that we've done, and Taste Tomorrow is, is we believe, the biggest survey of bakery, uh, patisserie, and uh, chocolate consumers in the world with over 17,000 consumers. So people will be able to chat to us um, about some of those findings and find out what it's all about. In regards to the MyBread and that kind of technology, I'm sort of curious about two things. One, how much staff and sort of behind-the-scenes work goes on to put something like that on at a show. And then sort of part two of that question is, do you guys see that kind of technology as happening very near in the future and that sort of customization as important to driving growth and progress in the baking sector? First of all, there's a lot of hard work that goes in by our bakers. We're expecting to bake over 500 customized breads. Um, on a daily basis at the show. So um, you can imagine that all of those things have to be done individually and by hand. So there's, there's, there's a lot of work. Um, I think more widely in terms of the application in the industry, I don't think we're going to see machines completely take over and every every uh, store have um, people buying bread only that's made on a completely custom basis because not every consumer wants to interact and, and make every single choice. I do see this as being an interesting and an emerging um, section of the market. 
and there's some interesting technology that was piloted at the consumer economic the, the, sorry, the Consumer Electronics Forum earlier in the year by Wilkinson Baking. Um, they also actually came to uh, Taste Tomorrow and gave a presentation uh, about that technology. And essentially, it's, uh, it's a machine that can make custom bread. Um, and a two, two of those machines, uh, prototypes, have actually been deployed within grocery stores in the U.S. at the moment. Um, so I, I think there is a growing amount of people who want to be able to have more choice and an opportunity uh, to, to influence exactly what they're eating and how it will be. And I think it really works well for special occasions. Uh, and it, so I do see this becoming a feature of the marketplace in some uh, level. With this you know, sort of idea of having a, such a focus on artisan and sourdough, this idea of getting back to the, getting back to the roots, how do you see that playing out in commercial baking and the challenges that might lie within bringing that kind of artisan ideology and approach to baking to a mass scale, to a, to a wider audience? We do see an evolution and a movement uh, actually backwards in time to more simple practices. And I think it's interesting when you look at the history of bakery, uh, which is something that for us we, we trace back and done, done studies on. Of course, it was only with pasta in uh, the 1800s that yeast was actually commercialized and used in baking. Before that, um, sourdough was the method by which uh, people leavened bread. Obviously, we don't expect the whole market to, to move overnight to sourdough, but with the growth that we're seeing in, in artisan bread, um, we're seeing more and more consumers who are interested in the health benefits and the simplicity of sourdough recipes and want to integrate that into, the, into their diets. Um, so I think it's an, an area that's going to continue to grow, that's going to continue to generate interest. The ruling theme that consumers are really interested in freshness and health. And despite any newfangled buzzwords and things like that, people still really want their bread or their patisserie or their chocolate, what have you, to taste good. I guess we weren't hugely uh, surprised from our experience to see that taste continued to be really important to consumers in the, in the latest edition in 2019 of the Taste Tomorrow survey. We saw that in the 2015 and 2012 edition, but if anything, taste has con uh, continued to become more important. And as you point out, health and freshness are two key elements around that. One of the really interesting insights for the baking industry, though, is that consumers are looking for more and more around texture, and they're seeing texture as an extension of taste. Um, and so it gives us a lot of opportunity as bakers to think about bringing uh, different inclusions, different grains uh, into bread to give the consumer variety and something more interesting and a different and ex interesting experience. The other thing that I, th I think we've all got to be conscious of is that uh, people are looking for great experiences and they're looking for craft and, and, and unique type of items. And where you, where you see unique experiences, um, a craft approach uh, combined with a great tasting product, you really see an opportunity to command a price premium uh, and, and deliver really interesting experiences which people are willing to pay more for. In terms of the value proposition, how important is it for them to not as you say, sort of toss these ideas to the side and say that's too much of a challenge. The pace of change in the industry continues to accelerate, and I think all of those who have been in the industry a while have seen that probably the last 
three and five years, the pace of change has accelerated more. So my advice wouldn't be to abandon your core business. And I think a lot of the Taste Tomorrow uh, surveys showed that people, over 60% of consumers, really were focused on familiar products. But equally, an almost similar number wanted new experiences. And we've seen a, a lot of products which are a twist on the familiar do really do really well. So I think there was the Cheeto flavored macaroon, which was a was a popular example of taking something which is relatively standard, but a whole new whole new take on it. So I think the trick for all of us in the industry is spotting those trends, um, understanding the direction, and and continuing to meet the consumer needs. And with more, with you know, with changing generations and changing demographics. Those needs are going to continue to evolve, not just for millennials or Gen Z, but um, boomers are going to have different requirements as they continue to age. So it's a, from my perspective, it's a work in progress and something that we need to all be students of and keep an eye on. I've heard similar feedback from industry analysts sort of mirroring what you said about not abandoning your core business. At the end of the day, you know, sometimes people just want to buy a loaf of bread and they want it to be a loaf of bread that is something they're familiar with. Finding that nice balance between the two seems to be the ultimate goal. I don't know if you would agree with that assessment. Yeah, I, I think that's the holy grail. I think there's also some interesting uh, trends going on. Is if you look uh, more and more, obviously, uh, of our shopping is moving online as well. So one of the challenges is uh, for bakers is that the install and retailers is that the uh, the install bakery has been a significant driver of traffic into the store uh, historically. If people are collecting their groceries or buying online, we have to think differently around how we're going to continue to attract those consumers when some of the senses in those channels, such as taste and smell uh, and, and the visual appeal of the install bakery is taken away from us. You know, they're going to be really interesting shifts. But at the same time, people are still going to want to go to well-merchandised and interesting uh, bakeries, whether that's in a grocery store or independent bakery chain. How can the business sort of capitalize on the fact that at the that consumers are still very much desiring that in-person experience? Yeah, I think it comes back to the two findings around around taste and and experience. And uh, in Taste Tomorrow, we said if uh, if taste is king, then experience is queen. And and I think that you know that holds that holds true in in this situation. So. It, Great tasting products and a, and a fantastic experience are going to continue to drive traffic into into stores. Um, and it's really interesting to to look at the market in China in bakery and see what's happened there, where you've got the integration of digital um, into it is not as a separate channel, but a complete digital experience where you can go into where you can go into stores. Order in the, order in the store and then have it delivered at, at home. And there's more of a bakery and cafe type experience. But then your grocery shows up uh, just before or after you uh, uh, after you get home. Um, so I, I think the, the business models are going to continue to uh, continue to evolve. Um, and and really, our job uh, is is to look at uh, both uh, the the quality of the products um, to create interest and intrigue. Uh, but to give people great experiences. And I think it's always been true that people will respond to, to both of those things. And I, I don't see any reason why it shouldn't continue to be so. 